This is the LarryInFishers.com podcast. Today is December 11th, 2020, and I'm very happy to bring once again two ladies back onto a podcast we had, believe it or not, a year and a half ago, and we're going to do some updates on what they're working on. Uh, Carrie Ann Rich is with Imovex. It's a marketing company specializing in digital work. Uh, their office is right on North Street near City Hall. So if you've driven uh, down North Street near City Hall, you've probably seen the sign outside their office. Also, Ashley Elrod is with me today. She's the Director of Public Relations for the City of Fishers. So to both of you, thank you uh, very much for taking time out of your uh, busy schedules to join me. Thank you, Larry. Uh, let me start off uh, with this question. I mentioned earlier it's been about a year and a half since all three of us got together. And boy, has a lot has happened since then. Just to give people a, a briefing as to why we're talking is that this has to do with a marketing contract that uh, is related to the construction on State Road 37 and the impact on, on businesses along that corridor as the construction moves along. Last time we talked, the construction hadn't even started yet. We were simply anticipating that. Um, now, I, I want to just ask you, how did the two of you feel when you finally saw the 126th Street interchange open for traffic? Ashley, I'll let you start. Well, from my perspective, it was the most beautiful intersection I've seen in a while. <laughs> uh, but no, but in all seriousness, um, you know, I think it achieved exactly what we were looking for. It provides easy access to the businesses around and allows traffic to flow very smoothly. And so, you know, for all intents and purposes, we, you know, see 126 as a huge success and a fairly smooth and actually I think technically ahead of schedule um, uh, intersection for the project. So uh, have you had much feedback from uh, the public since that has opened? Ashley, uh, no, no. Which in our uh, in our line of work is typically good news. It means that it's not impacting people's day to day, uh, and that uh, the businesses are still happy with uh, what was planned and what came to fruition. So let's bring Carrie Ann in here because Imavax was brought in as a contractor to help work with those businesses, do marketing, whatever's necessary. So you've been in contact with all of those uh, business owners, managers, and so forth in that area of 126th Street and State Road 37. So uh, I guess the first question I would ask is now that all those businesses, they've all been through that and now everything is open, uh, how, how are they feeling about the whole process? Yeah, you know, I think that um, it is a big relief for all of those businesses that were directly, you know, in um, in that interchange. Um, it was a it was a long process for all of us working together on the stakeholder group. Um, long as you know, long in the true sense of you know, we worked together, uh, you know, well before the construction started, and so we really developed um, a really great relationship uh, with the stakeholders and. Mostly, you know, it really gave them an opportunity to have a direct contact and a direct channel for getting questions answered along the process. And, you know, the feedback that we got was that, you know, they appreciated that the city and the county had 
enabled this, you know, kind of opportunity to happen where there was this, uh, you know, this ability for us to all interact with each other. So I know that, you know, they were really excited when they got that, the word from, from me via my emails and communication that the ribbon cutting was going to happen. And I also got a little bit of a well, it's been nice talking to you, but peace out. So, you know, I don't think all of them want to like keep hanging, hanging out with me, but, um, so, so that's a good sign, but, you know, I think it, it's, it was a really great, uh, moment for us to be able to have the ribbon cutting, even though we did it in a unique kind of way this time, um, because it just really showed, okay, we, we went, we got through that first, that first mile mark. So in general, uh, how do you think the business, is, I guess the first question is, did everybody survive? And sometimes when a business doesn't make it, you don't know the reason, but did everybody survive as best you can tell in that general area uh, in, during the construction period? Yes. To my knowledge, yes. Um, absolutely. Were there times when we had businesses, you know, having challenges and remember the biggest part of construction for 126th street started like a week and a half before COVID shut down, you know, caused the shutdown. So we had a really interesting dynamic in that sense where, you know, we were preparing everybody for, for, uh, you know, the construction and, you know, challenges that would be from that. And then what happened was then kind of COVID happened. And so I think that added an interesting dynamic. And so our, our businesses really had, a challenging spring and summer, um, and even you know even now dealing with COVID, but but I think everybody has stayed steady, um, and that's something that we're super proud of. Well, yeah, that was and one. I, one thing I was going to ask, and I'm going to bring you in, Ashley, too. But I I, I, I was going to ask about this, but Carrie Ann's already brought it up, so I'll, I'll ask Ashley to, to weigh in on this because uh, it's hard to tell sometimes if businesses are, are having trouble. Is it due to construction, or is it due to COVID, or a combination of both? And the fact that most people got through it wasn't always easy is very, very good to hear. So, Ashley, uh, you weigh in here. Yeah, you know. To Carrie Ann's point, we really found ourselves in a precarious position, um, but I would even uh, say that because of the work that Carrie Ann and her team had done and the uh, all of the pre-work and relationship building uh, probably even helped even further with the COVID response. So Carrie Ann was able to immediately plug those businesses into, you know, um, City Hall's weekly business calls and updates that we were providing just to help give some guidance and update folks on the information that we were aware of just because everything was so um, so new and uh, new information was literally coming in by the hour. And so I do think that that helped in some form or fashion. You know, we had to also uh, tweak our strategy for the summer as well um, because of the lockdown you know, we were actually fairly fortunate that uh, we didn't have as much traffic flowing through. Um, but then that also meant um, a challenge for those businesses. And so, um, you know, we just we learned our lesson to be continue to be flexible and uh, always stay on our toes. Yeah, I'm really glad to hear that businesses, uh, even though they had their rough patches, COVID was there, but also construction that uh, people have survived it and, and are ready for the next phase. 
But uh, the construction has already started at 146th Street, Carrie Ann, and and, uh, that's already uh, created some headaches, but I'm afraid it's not going to get any better. How uh, A lot of those businesses are not technically in the city of Fishers, but as you mentioned, the county is also very much involved in this project. So uh, talk about what's happening in that uh, area around 146th Street and 37 as the construction's already begun there. Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest, you know, I think the biggest uh, pain point that drivers, you know, traffic flow pattern that has changed is, you know, we started out with uh, restricting left, all the left turn lanes um, on uh, 37. So that was the biggest, you know, kind of, oh no uh, moment as we started that intersection intersection and mostly just, you know, to get people used to, to the change in traffic flow. Um, really what we are doing from our standpoint, um, from a marketing, um, angle right now is we are really, uh, nurturing the new relationships with the businesses within that, uh, piece of the corridor. So what we have made a habit of doing, um, you know, over the last couple years now is when we do move into the, you know, kind of a new section of the corridor, we are reaching out to businesses with with a traditional letter, informing them that 37 Thrives is an initiative that contains a business advocacy piece and encouraging them to actively participate in what we have to offer for them. And so, you know, looking back to September, we did send out a letter to uh, about 700 businesses that, you know, were closest to that 146th and 37 uh, interchange. And so for us, what we are seeing right now is we are building new relationships with those businesses and kind of bringing in the second wave. Um, so, and you're right, there's there's definitely um, more of a Noblesville business um, piece there. So we will be really you know reactivating everything that we we established with our 126th street businesses and we're continuing our stakeholder meetings every month and um really becoming you know a one-to-one contact what we've learned over the past few years is the businesses that uh can connect with us and engage with us really get the most benefit and so a lot of times it's one-to-one request or you know idea sharing and so we're just looking forward to continuing that with this next wave of business owners you know ashley the uh, 146th street interchange is going to be the most complicated one based on what i've seen and you can correct me if i'm wrong but uh, that's not going to be a roundabout it'll be traffic lights it's going to take instead of a year or less it's going to take about two years to finish that interchange. So so talk about the special challenges that motorists and the businesses are, are going to face in that area. Yeah, well, certainly, you know, nobody can deny the amount of traffic that that goes through that intersection on a daily basis. And, I, and you know, that is why this intersection has such a um, different approach. And, you know, when we were working on the design of this, it really was um, this collaboration between the city of Fishers and the county, um, and you know several design changes occurred as a result of that. So that not only would it not experience the full closure that 126 uh, experienced, but that you know it would also be able to handle the amount of traffic that would go through. And so, from a business standpoint, of course. 
you know, the long-term um, construction period will be a challenge, but just as we met, um, and it will be a different type of challenge, right? So um, while the closure won't exist, um, it'll just be a little bit more, uh, you know, changes on your on the daily basis. And so, um, you know, we'll apply, apply the same exact approach that we did to uh, 126, which is, you know, just really focusing on those one-on-one -on -one relationships with the businesses around there, making sure that we're driving um, people to their businesses, telling their stories. Um, many of them are small business owners, and and so we uh, we value their work, and and we want to make sure that this uh, is not a hindrance to their business, but in the end, um, the long term will actually um, help drive more traffic to their businesses. And Carrie Ann, one of the meetings that I attended a while back uh, about the construction there at 146th Street and uh, and 37, I remember there was a representative from the Music Center. And I keep losing track. Is it Ruoff now? Yes, <laughs> yes, you. it is. I they, know. They, it's they, changed sponsors, they changed sponsorships. I want to make sure I get it right. Um, <laughs> give their proper sponsor credit. But uh, but uh, they were concerned, of course, and, uh, of course, construction started, and, of course, they had to cancel their season because of COVID. I'm sure they're hoping that they will have uh, have some kind of season in the upcoming summer as vaccines are more available. We don't know the answer to that yet. Right. But uh, what's been your communication with the Music Center and their concerns about that intersection and, and access to their facility? You know, we we worked with uh, Live Nation early on, um, Andrew Newport there. Uh, really, they, of course, are supportive of this project and understand the big picture value. Um, because we all know if you've been to concerts, you know, out at Ruoff, traffic backup can get crazy when it, you know, when it's time to leave and so forth. So really for them, the biggest piece was just making sure there was a communication workflow so that when there were things happening uh, with construction that related to shows that they were having that, you know, their on-site facilities and operations staff were in the know so that they could be proactively communicating to the concert goers, you know, kind of routes um, and detours that might need to happen because of the 37 construction. Of course, you know, we had we had met leading up to um, the construction start and, you know, kind of in preparation for uh, last summer's season. And then, of course, COVID happened. And so there wasn't any events happening out there. So now we're just kind of in that, you know, kind of limbo a little bit to see what their season, uh, you know, their live concert season will look like. And I don't think, you know, any of us really know yet. Um, but we do have that established relationship so that we know when they are able to resume to some normalcy, then we will be able to support them and their, uh, you know, concert attendees uh, with communication and, you know, a process to, to make, keep everybody in the loop. Yeah, I know a lot of local people attend those concerts, and that's a major artery to get people in and out. And that's uh, well recognized Absolutely. by everyone. Uh, Ashley, now, uh, of course, 126th Street is done. You should be proud of that. 146th Street's in progress. I think the next construction project is 131st Street Interchange. Uh, uh, refresh my memory. I'm not sure I'm totally up to date on this. Ha uh, have the bids been opened yet on 131st Street and that, that uh, project? Uh, I believe so, Carrie Ann. You oh, okay. Well, okay. Either one of you that know, uh, that's, that would help. Yeah. 
Yeah, this I know uh, that is absolutely coming up here soon if it hasn't started yet this month. Um, so yes, that because there will be a phase, you know, 2021 will um, involve ongoing construction at 146th Street, and then we will bring, be bringing 131st Street online, which from a business communication standpoint is is in a good spot for us because so many of the businesses um, at 131st Street have been already engaging with us during the 126th Street um, phase. So that's a really good sign because we've kind of got, you know, we've got their attention already. So that helps. Well, let me stay with you for a moment, Carrie Ann, because uh, you had a certain mix of commercial activity at 126th Street. 131st Street has a little different mix of, of commercial activity. Uh, once that construction begins, and uh, again, there'll be a, a no, no ability to traverse over uh, east and west or uh, at 131st Street and State Road 37, uh, uh, what are the preliminary discussions like as to how those folks would like to, to find a way to, uh, to to deal with that construction once it happens? You know, I think I think the message points consistently stay in line with just wanting to understand what's happening and when it's happening. So I think what we've learned through 126th Street is as, you know, ominous and ick as you know the whole construction <laughs> process feels when people understand what's happening and why it's happening um those emotionalities change a little bit so really for 131st street you know that really continues to be the same um there of course are you know there's a little bit of more of mixed uh a multifamily housing you know kind of in that 131st stretch so we'll be continuing to work with you know, property managers to communicate to residents in that piece. Um, the businesses, you know, what the the ongoing um, point has always remained is we want to be able to communicate to our customers and clients how to get to us during construction. And so where we can provide the most help to those businesses is getting them the information timely in a timely fashion, and then giving them some resources to use through their own communication channels, through ways that they communicate via email, their social media pages. So we create maps and detours. Um, and a lot of times uh, during 126th Street, we customize those for businesses. So, you know, they might, Sun Lake Apartments wanted to have a map, you know, that hung in their clubhouse. And so we created a custom map for them with some graphics and kind of call out so that they could share that with, you know, potential uh, residents that would come in to look at the property. So, you know, it's just little things like that. So we really try to be as accommodating as possible, knowing that everybody kind of has a different need. Let me uh, go to Ashley now and ask about 141st Street. I think it's going to be a year or so before that uh, those bids are are, are uh, set up, the re request for proposal and bids are opened. Uh, but uh, uh, you know the history here, Ashley. There was a uh, proposal that was uh, a trial balloon that was put up when the when there was a budget issue about making that a, a right in, right out. And uh, I don't live very far from there, and a lot of my neighbors started uh, asking me what's going on. And I think it was uh, one of those situations where it got brought up at a county 
a highway meeting or something like that. Uh, it's all tied in with the budget. I'm going to ask about the budget a little bit more later. But on 141st Street, that, that is a uh, the nature of that uh, is very different uh, as as the other two interchanges were, and when the work begins and the and the businesses that are in that area, some of them are right on the line with Noblesville as well. So so tell me just some maybe some early thoughts. That's a year away or more before that. Uh, uh, work would begin. Just your, your general thoughts uh, on the city's approach right now to 141st Street. Yeah, you know, we'll, of course, as each intersection gets complete, you know, we'll continue to use, uh, you know, learned experiences, particularly from the business outreach standpoint. Um, you know, there are, uh, again, a lot of traffic uh, through that, not as much as 146, but probably even one, uh, 126, but um, you know, some key businesses right in there. Um, and yeah, in terms of, you know, the design uh, proposals and changes that have been publicized um, throughout any construction project, you'll have deliberative conversations um, based on, you know, where numbers might be coming in, what, um, what uh, traffic counts may be fluctuating. You know, a lot of these conversations and design decisions um, and budgets were developed years ago, several years ago. And so uh, it is common for those to adjust throughout the project. And um, the right in, right out proposal was, uh, you know, one of those deliberative conversations that, uh, you know, could have been if, uh, if, if we really needed to uh, have some of that cost savings um, due to some of those changes on 146th Street. But, but um, but I think in the end, long term, you know, the, the real goal is to solve 37 backups and traffic flows. And uh, and this is, you know, one of those that we we just needed to continue to invest in the road. And so um, and as a result, you know, won't uh, increase um, taxes or anything like that for our residents as we've been able to uh, forecast so far. Yeah, and I did a podcast some weeks ago with Kirk Christian at the Indianapolis Business Journal and uh, and he and I talked about the fact that in some ways there was a perfect storm. I can remember early on when those public meetings began about State Road 37 there were uh, there were several residents along excuse me 141st Street uh, to the west of 37 who talked about how their yards were flooded before and they were worried it was going to become much worse and it was Jeff Hill then the director of engineering who went out there and said oh We've got some things we need to do out here, and I I could tell there were you know it was going to cost more than people thought at that point. It was just pretty clear to me, and there have been some some issues, and that's just one of many that came up that were not anticipated when the original budget came up. So that, I'm going to stay with you for a moment, uh, if I can, Ashley, because uh, just I just saw recently that the county council has approved 5.6 million dollars. Uh, for their part of the cost overruns on State Road 37. Uh, the mayor has said the f- that city officials will be able to handle that through some uh, uh, debt that's rolling off, with that, which will not require any any change of the tax rate. I think the, the county had some some money already stashed away and, and uh, used that, uh, so that. But how important was it when the county council went on the record and said, we'll, we'll fund the extra money needed to finish 37? You know, it's really important. We've been in partnership with them since, you know, before this was ever announced, since the the concept and the need really uh, was identified. And between, you know, our partnerships with the county, with the state, 
and within our own engineering department, you know, each person or each entity coming alongside each other to work through issues and challenges and, you know, inevitable cost overruns for a project of this size uh, is really critical. And so to have that passed by the uh, county councils uh, is, is really critical, but, you know, just as, just as important is, um, you know, NDOT coming alongside us and helping us with some cost saving areas, you know, helping us with some inspections that we would normally have to contract out. They're uh, performing some of those inspections for us. Um, you know, some of the items that added to that uh, growing cost um, were uh, requested and required by NDOT. And so they're taking on some of those uh, additional costs and so uh, it really is a, a great example of, you know, um, cross agency a collaboration for a really critical roadway in Indiana and then um, and in Fishers. I'm going to ask each of you to answer this question. I'll ask Carrie Ann to start. You know, we last talked about this a year and a half ago when uh, construction was anticipated and not started yet. So from your point of view, Carrie Ann, what do you know now that you did not know then about all this? Um, I, you know, I think a little bit of it just comes down to, you know, the live process of construction. You know, things are going to happen that um, maybe we couldn't uh, communicate, you know, a week in advance. So sometimes little things come up and and knowing that, you know, we really did need to rely on a quick uh, approach of getting information to businesses. And so I think that, you know, when you think about the project in whole, you think, okay, we're going to pace everything out and you have your calendar of when everything starts and stops. And of course things happen, you know, weather changes things or, um, you know, a business has a question about something and then we need to get an inspector out there quickly. So it's kind of, I think what I've learned is just the quick pace and kind of day-to-day -day of construction that happens and how communication centered around that really makes a difference into how, you know, businesses feel and kind of relieving that anxiety. So that would be one piece. Um, but, you know, I think the other thing that I've learned on a more, you know, kind of a, a softer side is that, um, really we can all work together for that you know common good of this being a you know a really beneficial project for our community and some of those feelings of of frustration or maybe you know non-support of the project i think has really um kind of turned around a little bit as as everyone had the opportunity to understand and be a part of the process and see that you know really there's a lot of communication happening so I think I think that was a really big win for us so far, and so I hope that that continues with the project. Yeah, nothing like the human relationships that you build. Absolutely, situation. Absolutely. So Ashley, uh, same question to you from the city's point of view: What you know now, you did not know a year and a half ago about this. You know, I think um, you know we always try to um, invest time into outreach to residents and businesses in any project. Um, I think for this project, it, the time and energy and number of meetings uh, that occurred before this project ever broke ground um, is, you know, when I, I kind of came in after this project was already going from a design perspective and 
you know, to hear all of the time invested into those meetings and one-on-ones and neighborhood meetings, um, you know, was really surprising. But I guess the lesson learned is um, really to build build off of Carrie Ann's comment is that the importance of spending that time one-on-one with residents who may have concerns, businesses that may have concerns, not only helped um, helped manage, uh, you know, the um, nervousness or anxiety that may have come from the project, but to uh, your point earlier about Jeff Hill meeting with neighbors, you know, made us realize um, challenges that neighbors were experiencing that we could fix as part of the project. Um, you know, it just was invaluable. And I think in hindsight um, is, is, was truly invaluable and, and continuing that through construction has really just made such a difference in multiple ways. Um, not only helping us mitigate issues for businesses, but um, for them to be able to have a go-to person and call, be able to call up Carrie Ann or our engineering um, assistant director, Hatem, um, and get direct you know, problem <laughs> solutions, it has been huge in my eyes. I think also, um, you know, it's just a good reminder that um, just like anyone, you know, I live off of 96th Street, so we've been, um, we've been dealing with the major bridge project down there. And, you know, going into any sort of road construction project that impacts your daily lives, you know, there's just a lot of anxiety and worry that goes into that. And, um, you know, it's always a good reminder once it's complete that, okay, that wasn't so so bad. That wasn't too much of an inconvenience. And um, just to be able to communicate that to our residents and um, continue to be there for them and, um, you know, realize there's always something better around the corner. So, uh, you know, those have been a couple of my lessons learned. Yeah, those, uh, those of you living on uh, 96th Street east of 69, there have been several projects you've lived with. And, although, <clears throat> excuse me, although I think it's been, excuse me, I'm sorry, <coughs> there's a, it's a better uh, road at the end. I think, uh, yeah, it's painful to go through the construction yeah. process. It's okay. fantastic down there now, yeah. Uh, just got a minute or two left, uh, Carrie Ann. Anything you want to mention? I did not think to ask. Oh well, you know, I think I would just um, openly invite any businesses that are within the corridor that haven't had the opportunity to engage with Thirty Seven Thrives. I would personally invite you to be a part of our stakeholder group, and so that is something that you know, if you go to Thirty Seven Thrives dot com, uh, there's a a business stakeholder uh, tab on the site and you can fill out a form and that gives me direct contact information. So I think that I'm always, you know, asking our businesses to tell their neighbors, you know, tell their their associates in, in uh, their business parks, you know, we just the more that, that we can communicate with each other, the better. Yeah, 37thrives.com is a good website and just to let people know it's the numerals 37, 37 thrives and that's how you get to that website. Um, I'll give Ashley a chance to, to mention anything uh, here at the end. No, I just think that, um, you know, we're, we're uh, to be cliche, all in this together. And I think that um, I just appreciate how much our businesses along the corridor have come alongside uh, 37 Thrives. And uh, I, I do think that that's made such a big difference, not only in our direct relationships with those businesses, but 
um, in their uh, visibility during the construction. And so, uh, you know, it's it's always heartwarming to see the community come together in uh, the ways that it should. And um, and I think that that's in part due to Carrie Ann's work and the um, unlimited number of phone calls and meetings and time that she's spent with those businesses and uh, hearing their concerns. And so, uh, you know, I don't, I want to make sure that uh, uh, I think that that has been the differentiator between this project and others is that Carrie Ann's team has just knocked it out of the park and um, has has been the, the difference maker here. Okay, we've uh, had an update here on the State Road 37 project uh, with uh, Carrie Ann Rich of M of X and Ashley Elrod, Director of Public Relations for the City of Fishers. So if we uh, get together again a year and a half from now, we'll still be going at it, but we'll be closer to the end. So to, to you two ladies, thank you very much for your time. This is the LarryandFishers.com podcast. Thank you for joining me and my guests. And as we part company today, allow me just to say, please be safe and be kind. Thanks, Larry. Thank you.